Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host, as always, Michael Block. Patreon is an incredible way for projects like this to get an extra boost. Visit patreon.com slash theater in the now to learn how you can support this podcast. It's easy to do, and as always, follow us on Twitter and visit theaterinthenow.com for the latest news, reviews, and interviews. It means no worries for the rest of your days. It's our problem-free philosophy. Yeah, I'm pussy in quite possibly one of the most dramatic episodes of Drag Race history, we are here to break it all down for you. And joining me is a queen who's no stranger to drama, Avant Garbage. Hey, everybody. How are you? I'm very well. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm gagged. That episode, there was a lot. There was a lot to process. I am gagged as well. I'm literally reflexing. Reflux. Acid reflux. My stomach's churning. Yeah, it was, it was an epic episode it's one for the history books um maybe the greatest episode of drag race history yeah maybe i mean i of there of uh eliminations of this sort i think it's one of the of the three really it's probably the best yes i um, willem was up there laganja's meltdown is certainly something that people still continue to talk about i think a door a door to her bowing out was not as controversial, I want to say, and a little more sad on its own. Yeah. There was more wasted potential there. Yeah, absolutely. Because it was so early on in the season, and it was mm-hmm. one thing that triggered it. This was... It was almost like a wasted spot. Like, if you were going to quit that early, another girl could have come in, whereas Ben had a fully realized plotline and story this yeah. season. Well, we're going to get into all of the Ben of it, but we're going to start at... They're back! It's Morgan of Ben de la Creme, Aja of Bibi Zahara Benet, Chi Chi of Ben de la Creme and Shangela, Owen Milk of Kennedy and Thorgy of Shangela Relate. The time has come for their revenge. Can I start with saying, I wonder if A Handmaid's Tale was the best theme to pick for this season? I, don't I think didn't so. see a lot of comedy. They played it very, very straightforward. It's a little inappropriate. I mean, that whole series is about rape yeah. and owning women, yeah. and it just didn't make much sense to me. And also, I don't think you can top last season's face crack with them in the mirror. No, ne- never. I think it was something to be slightly topical. I'm sure the writers were watching it, binging it while they were doing the show, so that was the best that they Probably. Could, can come up with. There's so many things currently in pop culture that they could have come up with. Totally. I, I wonder why they did that. Yeah. Well, my question also is, were Chad and Alaska present for filming, or was this bit filmed at different times? Well, I, they were in the workroom when the girls were giving their goodbye speech, so I guess potentially the girls no, could have... No, 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 that was green screen, bitch. Was it? Oh my god. Maybe I'm just bad at... Thorgies, <laughs> you can see the shadow. Oh, it's bad green screen. Okay, okay. Well, I'll have to like pay more close attention to that. Usually I'm in a bar and it's like crowded or yeah, like it's, I'm it's watching on my phone, so... Bad green screen. They probably weren't there. I mean, they're so busy. Yeah, they are. Because, I mean, they are in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. just sitting there in a... Or maybe they're in the back lot at World of Wonder, just waiting to get <laughs> called whenever Rue needs hey, them. who knows? So we're back in the workroom, and Aja had a nice mirror message, and the girls reminisce about Aja, and it's boring. Um, but the thing about Aja is she is... Extremely observant. I would say she had, has been the best talking head with her observations and funny one-liner quips. So she knew that there was so much fallback recently about the nasty messages left that she had Absolutely. to be. She only could be nice. Of course. 
Kennedy goes right to Trixie to ask who she picked, and mm-hmm. she says it's Aja as well. Um, and Trixie says that the track record and experience post-drag race was a major factor in keeping Shangela. Mm-hmm. The discussion of track record comes up, and Kennedy was in the bottom twice, but she's trying to sidestep this conversation because she knows she's the next on the block. Yeah, um, she's been in the bottom twice, but she had also won once. And there's an argument to be made. If I were Kennedy, I would say, like, I've been in the bottom, but I've persevered, whereas BB's just been safe. I'm sure we're going to talk about the mole theory oh, we will. in we'll a little bit. It. Um, Kennedy obviously is in the lowest ranking of the remaining girls. Definitely. Trixie says that there was a criteria when it was all of them in the competition, but now it's viewpoints. And I'm sure every theater kid was triggered when she said viewpoints. I'm, I wasn't a theater kid. What's the viewpoint? It's it's, it's an acting exercise. I hate it. Yes. And basically. Yeah. Um, so the next day comes and Rue comes right in to reveal that they are auditioning for Rue's new super group, the Kitty Girls. Now, here here are the rules for the challenge. They have to create a look, persona, and write lyrics. Make sure you remember what I just said. You have to write lyrics. We'll get to it further. Before she sets them off, she drops the bomb that Rue is auditioning another group, and it's the Eliminated Queens gag, and all the uh, top five are bothered by this. Well, I see the the point of, like, five versus five, the five well, remaining queens versus the five ten. Game. Uh, you could. It just seems so late in the season to bring back a girl now because there's one episode left before the finale. Well, I mean, that's part of the gag is to keep them on their toes. Uh, yeah, never you'd never rest on pretty. No. Don't rely on that body. So uh, the twist is one of the top five all-stars will get the chop and get replaced by one of the eliminated queens. Mm-hmm. Cute. Yeah, yeah, cute. Um, it's also just like a flaw in the... Lip sync for your legacy, but I mean, I'm sure this is the last season they're going to be doing that. Yeah, uh, Kennedy says she thinks it's a crock of shit. It's not fair and it's not right. And I guess she the, forgot that what's she's on so a reality show. What's so frustrating for me is like this happens every season. Yeah. When was the last time they didn't bring back a girl? Right. I mean, maybe maybe that's something they do in the pageant scene, but you're on a reality show, girl. Yeah. But especially for Drag Race, like it has happened. I mean, did they do it in season eight? Um, season eight, they did have brought someone back. It was Elimination Lopez. Yes, 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 yes. And she had like a little mini redemption herself. Yeah, I ended up she, liking her a lot. She got eliminated the next episode. Um, <laughs> oh, it's the girl, it's the girl. Shangela Carmen Carrera. I mean, uh, I think Trixie's like one of the only ones who have lasted an extra episode. And after. she, yeah, she only had one extra episode. Yeah. So everyone starts hugging. But shit is about to hit the fan, and it begins. Oh, the it, it, battles. It was so uncomfortable. We it took was so much so time watching uncomfortable. these. Well, that's why there was an extra 15 minutes, so that they could have... And I feel like this was kind of the producer's way of saying, like, sorry, you're not getting a reunion episode this season, so let's have the girls have it out now. Yeah. But it was uncomfortable to watch them argue. So let, let's start at the top. Let's go with Thorgy versus Shangela. Shanji was okay with the mirror message because of feelings, but then she <laughs> brings up the letter again, and I'm just over this motherfucking letter. Well, it was her first opportunity to actually talk to Thorgy about it, and I thought they had a cute moment where they cleared the air. It was uncomfortable for Trixie to have to hear right. this again. Um, but also, like, it, I see a gray area. Why did Trixie put it up on the wall? Why was Shangela in Trixie's workstation? Absolutely. Did she see it? Like, why did she see it? Was it pointed out to her by the producers? I'm glad that Thorgy had a moment 
really her only moment this season where she got to like smooth the air. Yeah, I mean, Thorgy was pissed that everyone saw the letter mm-hmm. um, because it was a way of judging her when she wasn't even there to defend herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kennedy, of course, has to have a comment about the fucking letter where she would just <laughs> read it and crumple it out in her pocket. Just enough, I'm over it, I'm over it. Yeah, I'm done with the letter. This is like the real world Miami all over again. Was mm-hmm. it George to open, you stupid bitch? <laughs> so she actually tries. Can I swear on here? Huh? Of can I swear? Can. Okay. I don't know if this is on family TV. Bitch shit, motherfucker. Of course she can. <laughs> Shangela tries to make an excuse that Kennedy had more to do in the Diva Challenge, but if we remember, Todrick wasn't really putting Thorgy in enough mm-hmm. and Milk in enough. So, like, it was. It, I think if we're going to blame anyone, it's Todd Rockstar. I am a huge Fleetwood Mac fan, and I really thought. There wasn't a lot to work with with Stevie Nicks, but I thought Thorgy did a good job. She did a great job. Yeah, she did. For what the character was. I agree. It's unfortunate, but Shangela wants to be cool after this. Thorgy wants wants closure. Will they get it? Will they get it? Will they get it? Uh, Stay tuned to the next week's episode. We'll find out. Um, Can I go back to Todrick really quick? Yeah, go for it. Um, Todrick's complicated as a judge, and I I think Adam Lambert was a wonderful guest judge. I don't know if you're going to bring that up. Oh, we will. Okay. You know my love for Adam Lambert, right? Well, you're also very annotated in the episode, so I'm sure we'll just... Mm -hmm. I didn't know you loved him that much, but he's very good. Just as a judge, he was very constructive. Yeah. So next up is Ben versus Morgan, and Morgan is on the attack. She is not holding anything back. Yeah, but that's also Morgan as a person. Right. Ben starts to say that they came to a consensus about how to eliminate as a group. Kennedy, of no, course, has to chime in. I don't in, think we did. But Morgan shuts her down, and that was, like, great. Um, it, It's a reality show, and there mm-hmm. wasn't a clear, we're going to get rid of the who the judges thought was the weakest... Morgan's problem was that she came out Yosemite Sam shots firing like I'm gonna vote off the strongest girl and that yeah. was threatening to Ben because Ben knew she was the strongest and, competition and then there. Dela did say this time that she did think that Morgan was the weakest performer of the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't think I agree, but that's fine. It's fine. She gotta say something. And Shangela's got a great quote: "Miss Morgan is hot. Someone must have put hot coals down her panties because she is steaming." Shangela's been a great talking head this season, too. Yeah, she's been great. But it's also her fourth time on this show. True. Morgan starts calling Dela a hypocrite, and the more Morgan she goes in, in, the more Dela tunes it out. De- um, Dela's very... She's a very sensitive person. Out of all the New York City queens, like, outside of the New York City queens, Dela's probably the queen I know the best because I've interacted with her the most. I've been to all her shows, done backstage stuff with her. Um, she, fun fact, she used to, before I started doing drag, she used to come into my restaurant all the time and I would wait on her um, whenever she was in New York. So we would, like, chat. And I know, I, I don't know her, but, like, from my impression of both Ben and Dela, I could see she's so empathetic. And I could really understand... And believe that it was driving her crazy having to send people Absolutely. home. I don't think it was a, a an act. Yeah, I mean, it's curious. Like, I I wonder how much they knew before the season starts. I'm sure she watched All Stars too. I'm sure she knew that this was a potential thing that could happen. Maybe she was hoping she was playing it safe the entire way and wasn't going to be in the top. Who knows? But the thing is that. I think they were there for the Valentina fallout. I think they were filming All-Stars 3 at that point, so I don't know if Ben saw that. The The thing is with drag at the moment, if you send home 
the internet's favorite queen, you're going to get death well, threats. Well, that's, that's absolutely why there was no way in hell Shangela was sending home Trixie. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like She, she would have been that. raked through the coals by Reddit, by Instagram, yeah. like all of the stands. And some of the queens are on record saying that they have not tried their hardest because they either didn't want to win or they didn't have to or they didn't want to be in the opportunity to lip sync for your yeah, legacy and i'm curious to know if that was ben's plan and it just backfired because she's just that much better than everybody she walked away not looking like a bitch at all no next up was aja versus bb and aja was mad that bb didn't give her any credit on the runway and bb sidesteps big time and says she was just being encouraging and says that she doesn't talk much on the runway and i was just like well everyone else was saying that they got help and gave credit where credit was due bb just couldn't do it because of pride bb was extremely dismissive the editing made it look like she wasn't even looking at aja in the eye she wasn't even looking at her in the face and i don't know how much it would have benefited had when the judges asked if she made that, if BB had said, like, Aja helped me. But there's also a certain level of humbleness there that, like, it's an outright lie. If you said, yeah, I made that, and you didn't make all of it. And even if Aja only made the undergarment or helped make the blouse, like, uh, the undergarment on a dress, like, the structure... Be, I, don't, I doubt BB would have been able to construct a whole gown had there not been some type of silhouette no, holding it, it together. it would have been scraps of fabric glued together, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Which would not have worked. Mm-mm. Or it would have worked because apparently that judging panel has a hard-on for uh, Bibi Zahara Benet. The judging's been a little questionable it's this season. It's been very questionable, but we'll get into that soon. Okay. <laughs> and finally, we get Milk vs. Kennedy. Do we have to? Kennedy has a lot of reasons why to? she sent her home. During the Blitzler, it was a struggle for Milk and she didn't find it funny. Second, she read her for filth for her drag and her feelings were hurt. And then Kennedy starts tearing up because Milk isn't genuine. And then Milk turns on the waterworks. Genuine or not, that's up to debate. And the rest <laughs> the, of the girls kind the of agree. Waterworks. It looked like Milk had been holding her eyes open so that she would tear up. Or was yeah. that, It was that scene in A Clockwork Orange where she had the eye clamps mm-hmm. and they were like constantly dabbing little contact lens solution into her eye to make her cry. And I've seen so many comments about how what an attractive crier Milk is. Like, she wasn't moving. Yeah, it was... The thing about Milk that is so frustrating for me is Milk is the literal face of white privilege and drag. Milk, Milk is slightly innovative in her looks. And I appreciate her aesthetic, and I appreciate that she's attempting to be different, but I feel like at no point in her career has anyone ever told her anything other than, yes, mama, house down boots, God. Like, they have never told her she needs to be more. They have only told her yes and, and she's let it inflate her ego a lot. She's not the end-all, be-all of drag, and she is finally starting to get a little slice of humble pie. Yeah. And then Milk asks the most important question of the year, Am I an asshole? And I'm sure the everyone in the bar came up with a resounding yes. Absolutely. I haven't really been checking the memes quite yet, but I'm sure they are all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would like to ask you the question, too. Are you an asshole? Am I an asshole? I'm sure a lot of people would say I am. I think the same for me, too. I don't think I am. Um, the, the thing is, like... You and I are such big reality TV fans, you realize that there's four sides to every story. Absolutely. There's person A, there's person B, then there's the truth, but then there's the editing. producers and editors side of the story. And I am a very blunt, I have a very dry sense of humor, I can be a little abrasive sometimes, and it all comes from a place of love, but I'm well aware that I could be edited to look like the villain. And 
unless you're deluded in thinking about who you are as a person, you, you kind of have to recognize, like, I've watched enough real world and I've heard enough people say, like, how could they edit me like that? It's complicated. It totally is. So it's the group work session time, and everyone is trying to figure out what kind of kitty they would be. I think I know the answer, but for you, who? what kind of kitty would you be? I don't even think... See, the thing about aesthetic is you have your brand, and Milk went Milky Kitty. And that's so literal. I couldn't just be Garbage Kitty. No, you'd be like Calico Kitty. I would No, I would want to be like um, Catterwall. Catterwall? Catterwall Kitty. And my singing would be very like... Ah! Like, okay. you know, like, so like a cat in a hot tin room. Like alley cat kitty a little bit. Yeah, okay, okay. Um, and it's, it's the implication back of garbage, kitty. but it's not like back alley kitty. There you go. Kitty in heat. <laughs> so Shangela wants to be sparkle kitty. Mm-hmm. Kennedy wants to be diva kitty. BB starts saying gibberish in an attempt to describe her well, kitty. I, it wasn't clear for me. Were there assigned roles? No, they got They to, made they, up they, everything. There were assigned parts of like who... You, they can pick where they there want to the, sing. There was the dialogue. Yeah. Or like the um the structure. The order, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um but yeah, so BB is just being BB and she is very offended when Trixie suggests maybe she be Mother Kitty because she's old. But girl, if That's you say mother all the time, own it, bitch. It would be like Shangela getting offended if someone said she Hallelu should be Hallelujah Kitty. Yeah, but she settles on Jungle Kitty. And then we get Dela, who is just rattled because she is shook at Morgan's attack, and she starts whining about the drama and saying how it's hard to focus with all of the drama. I was kind of familiar with the spoilers about Ben sending herself home, but I also thought it was brilliant because goth isn't something you typically see from Ben. No, not at all. So even when she's uncomfortable, she's still reinventing her wheel. Absolutely. And that's what makes her such a great performer. Mm-hmm. She's so innovative. I suggest to anybody who lives in New York, I think it's the end of May, Dela will be back at the Lori Beachman Theater with her incredible show, Inferno, a go-go. Yes. Um, there we go. You, th- you would think I've been drinking today. I have not. No. It's, the, it's what, 2 o'clock? Inferno and Gogo, and it is her take on Dante's Inferno. Mm-hmm. Um, it's brilliant, and it's the best thing I haven't I've seen, seen that one, but I've seen Cosmos, and I saw... Is that the one where she does the evolution dance? Terminally Delightful was the other one. I've, the, those two. And she is the the smartest queen I've ever seen from yeah. Drag Race. She It's perform. brilliant. So, friends, I suggest you go out and see it. Uh, go to spincycleNYC.com, and there's the plug for it. You're welcome, Dela. Anyway, let's move on to my favorite part of the show because it gave me my screen time of Adam Lambert. Um, <laughs> as I, I've joked on other podcasts before and to people out in public, Adam Lambert probably is the only person on the planet I would let taught me. Okay, um, we're going I there. I love him so. Um, I am happy he's here. And we get the eliminated queens first. Mm-hmm. And Morgan goes first, and she throws in Tati references because Tati is queen. Aja is a little banjo kitty and raps, and she's sick. It's she's serving it. Yeah, Aja's really good. Um, we're still talking about the practice, right? Yeah. Um, it, like I could understand why Morgan would have to go so far into the vault because she is the not the oldest in age queen, but like the furthest back from the season. So you have to like drop some points of reference. But there are also references to Tatiana's last appearance. Yeah, All-Stars 2, which is like kind of meta in a way. Yeah. Um, It's all full circle. 
Milk is milky kitty, and it's kind of a dumb idea. She, uh, her, she is delusional when she was like, "I was the best rapper." Yeah. After during oh no, six. she better don't like. Well, she didn't say she was the best. She said she was the most memorable. No, I remember Bianca is, Del Rio. I like, agree. My sassy ass mouth, like yeah. that was. No, the only thing we remember about her rap from that challenge was the hair mm-hmm. and like the the cultural appropriation. Yeah, no. it was not good. Um. So that's about it for the Eliminated Queens. BB goes first for the top five, and it's outrageous. She just makes noises because she says she's an international fish. And Adam Lambert's face as BB goes through the first lyrics is my sentiments exactly. <laughs> um, Shangela speaks for us all when she goes, what's she say? Mm. It's, we'll get to it when we talk about the full production, but it's not my favorite. Trixie and Adam are not a good pair together. No, Trixie doesn't like getting directions. I could see like how Trixie feels like her sense of humor would carry, but Adam's not a permanent judge there, so he doesn't get it. He he doesn't know her, you know? When was I the mean, last time he was a judge? Oh, God, season five, I want to say. Okay, I didn't know or if it six? was seven. When she was on. No, no, His, no. his only familiarity would be because he's a fan of the sure. show and he knows of Trixie. But there's also like a, a connotation that when someone's there to help coach you and judge you, you need to give them respect. Yeah. Well, what's interesting for me is both Trixie and Dela got character critiques from Adam in the uh, work session when maybe it is a little hard to imagine what they're going to do without seeing the full look which is what it took when we saw the challenge that yeah they both mm-hmm. slayed with the entire look mm-hmm. um but it really got well, to it a was weird um note. it was katya trying to push her um what was that product she pushed the, oh, her anti like her calming yeah. agent or whatever it was and the guy not getting it and her just being like i mm-hmm. know what i'm doing and her like killing the challenge yeah, that's true. um but when it gets to trixie hitting a note she goes, that's really sweet and misguided. I mean, I don't know why she wouldn't go up on the note. Like, she can hit it. Yeah. It was very weird editing. I'm not sure what the hell was going on. But when we do get to Dela, we learn that she wants to be a depressed goth girl for her kitty. And her note session goes kind of well, but I think she's just over it. She, like, does it four or five times for us, and each time it just gets more blah, blah, blah. But she was still listening to Adam. Of course. She was still... And maybe she even wasn't, but she was making him think she was. I really do. I don't like calling out the editors for things, but I really do think that scene was edited differently. I almost feel like it was the opposite way. They let the interns do it. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> that they that they what we saw last from Dela was what she did first, and what she did first went last. Mm, okay. Um, so it's elimination day, and they're all talking about someone's coming back. But we spend most of the time back with Dela and Morgan. And this time they have a one-on-one. Morgan is just an aggressive person even when she's not mad. And that's a reference back to why you mad. Mm-hmm. That got her eliminated. Morgan apologizes and Dela <laughs> feels a little better about it. Yeah. Uh, but not that much better. No, I, th- I think Morgan, we said, she's an aggressive person. She's just, she's not malicious, but she just has that tone to her. Um, she's for me like she's not someone I would get along with. Yeah, she's very um, aggressive. Is the perfect word for her. There's no there's no in between. It's zero to a hundred. Yeah, and if like you cut her, she'll fucking stab you. Milk tries to reconcile her feud with Kennedy, and Kennedy thinks she was probably wrong. 
But when Milk comes for Alexis Michelle's gig by not understanding why she was le- allowed to walk around like a douchebag, I think Alexis was happy to hear her name again. Um, <laughs> kidding, kidding. Um, but yeah, like, she is so delusional. So deluded. It's not anyone's responsibility to tell you when you're... One, it's a competition. Yeah. If these queens were smart, they wouldn't be helping each other out. It's, it's just the fact that like you're bonding over a period of time, and you do make friends. But if if no one's helping you or pulling you aside and being like, I think you should maybe consider doing another option, it's probably because they don't like you very much, because you're mm-hmm. a bitch. I, I feel bad for her. I really do hope things smooth over soon. I know the fan community has kind of turned a little bit, but... Mm-hmm time well and that's the thing about the community that's frustrating for me is we don't know these people's lives i have interacted with fifi o'hara several times and she has been nothing but nice to me each and every time and i know that she's had to seek mental uh professional help to get through what's been going on with her and it is about that like it's the editing Mm -hmm. and also like tv show you, you they can only work with what they give you but then there's like I'll get to it later on the runway, which there was no runway, but like when Dela was reading the names, I'll get to the editing yeah. from my perspective a little bit later. But I, I hope that if you were a fan of Milk before, you're still willing to give her a second chance. I hope that it's not... And, and anyone in life, I hope that just because they fuck up once, you, you don't cut them out of your life. Yeah. So it's time for Kitty Girl Supergroups. And we are going to start with the Eliminated Queens performing Sitting on a Secret. So we'll go, fucking we'll go through it. each. Yeah. We'll start with Chi-Chi as Cajun Kitty. I she, love Chi-Chi. Yeah, but she looked strange in the Space Age bodysuit as Cajun Kitty. Didn't quite get that. But I think the gag of the of the bit was her voice. It's pretty good. I didn't know that she could sing so no, well. No, neither, neither did I. Chi-Chi is my number one this season. I want to sleep with Chi-Chi so bad. Okay. She's so attractive. Choices. <laughs> I think she's so good looking. And like I also think she's clever. And maybe we'll talk about it later when they're talking to the girls about coming back. But I, she really came off really good being so humble mm-hmm. and recognizing like I'm not on the caliber that I should be at. And it showed. It really did. It was a bad wig. It was a bad bot. Not a bad wig, but like not a bad bodysuit. But like all together, like it didn't read it Cajun. Didn't work, no. You could do like purple, white, and green, like New Orleans style. Yeah. You could do. You could come up like a jumbo prawn. You know, if you had the resources. Of course. And she she just missed the mark a lot of the time. But she's such a good f- person, and she's unintentionally hilarious too. And like I, I just adore her. Yeah. So Morgan is bimbo kitty. She looks very slutty. Does a little reveal. And her entire verse is basically an homage to Tatiana. And it's funny how things just come full circle. Yeah. Um, she hated that bitch on, the sh- on season two. She did, and she didn't let it go. She's still holding on to that. But, but no, I mean, in a way, it's like the only way she can make herself season two relevant is through Tatiana. Well, she's, she had a, a moment where she was like, rock and roll, everybody. And it, I just keep flashing back to her being pink. Yeah. And her snatch game was so terrible. And she was just like... Uh, Rock and roll, and it was so bad. Like, but Bimbo Kitty is not exactly a stretch for Morgan. That's her aesthetic a little bit, like little like slutty banged up Barbie Mm -hmm. doll. Aja as little Banjo Kitty does a death drop and a split. Has some sick rhymes, and it's the easily best performance of this. Easily the best performance of this group and top three, I would say. 
If you had, if it had just been like a, if the judges had picked two people out of all ten, I think Ajda would have been in the top. She looked great. Her edges were on point. She was giving me a little like left eye Lopez yeah. spice girl, you know, like it was, it was just delightful. I love watching Asha on stage. Thorgy did Cardio Kitty. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Funny character, but not quite there for this challenge, I don't think. Yeah, it's a little one note. It was disjointed from the entire thing. If you're like Baby Spice or Posh Spice, you can extend that. Or even Sporty Spice. Like Car- I, I, mean, I guess maybe she was trying to go for Sporty Spice, but Cardio's so but it, it just ma- right. pigeonholed. And it made her lyrics very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's okay. Milk was Milky Kitty. Her mug... Ready for this? I think her mug looked like the bunny from Donnie Darko. <laughs> it was Frank? Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. She kind of looked like an anglerfish. No. It was um, interesting. But you know what? Her rap and her performance was better than the season six uh, rap. Well, she was the best one on season six's rap. Of course, no. of course. No, but I think she did a, a fairly fine job. For what was difficult for me was that they were... They all kind of muddled together. I think Aja was the only brunette, right? Like, they were all, like, yeah, blonde, they, wearing they white. Yeah, they all had, like, a pink... Yeah, like a whitish, pinkish hue. They just looked so similar. I thought their song was better. Yes, absolutely it was a better song. Um, and it was overall a strong way to start this challenge. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, so, like, the discrepancy of, like, uh, the Amazonian Airlines. Right, right, right. Oh, that was a stack challenge. Anyway. Top five all-stars performed Drag Up Your Life... Which Trip. I thought I would like better before, the more. You would think. I think "Spice Up Your Life" is one of my favorite Spice. Yeah, songs. it just didn't. I think that's the part of the reason we didn't love it is because we wanted it to be "Spice Up Your Life," but mm-hmm. not. Yeah, Trixie is IQ Kitty. She looks fucking fabulous. Her lyrics are good, and she stayed in character. Yeah, I like IQ Kitty. Um, so my question though is. We obviously could not see everything that happened in this challenge, and we did learn. They had materials and wigs, so they want it. Did she build that? Did she build that wig? No, the outfit. Where'd she bring it? I'm sure Aja built it. I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. They, they didn't show any of that process. That's what I, I didn't... There was no runway. There right, was so no like back my question room. They is, focused so much on the girls fighting, and I don't yeah. like that direction that the show's going in. But it, my, my question, though, is if it was part design challenge or could they use what they had or design if they wanted to i think they just all used outfits they already had so she had a pie um overalls ready to go well i'm sure she had overalls and she just put pie on it okay like that's not a quick no i know i mean that's that's a quick thing you could do but overalls when would the fuck would trixie wear those I could see Trixie in overalls. You could? Yeah. Okay, right. If she's doing like a down-home country bumpkin thing. Maybe. All right. All right. If, if Dela can find White out and... We're going to get to that. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Kennedy as Diva Kitty sounds fabulous, but she's not quite Diva. Yeah. She's giving us Kennedy again. There wasn't enough theatricality. That wig was flat. Like, I'm going to throw this back to last episode. I'd rather see like Grandma Kitty. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine a, a Spice Girl and a Walker? Yeah. I think that Kitty would be funny. Oh my god. I think may- maybe Kennedy just is not meant for this show. Just like I said about Chi-Chi. Maybe they, the pageant circuit is where they should be. It's great that they've gotten this exposure. But when it comes to crafting a character, not quite their jam. Mm, I don't know. Uh, Kennedy won Snatch Game with Little Richard. She was phenomenal in that. But then she bombed as Phaedra. True, but Phaedra's not as big of a character. 
that's, that's and she she made it to final four in her season. She's definitely a survivor. I would. I I, I don't know. I think the pageant scene is where they thrive, mm-hmm. and I don't necessarily think that they were bad right now. It's just that the other girls are so much more tailored for Drag Race. True. Like what um, Ben and Trixie were saying about how their career, or how Shangela and uh, Trixie's career has thrived after Drag Race. Kennedy hasn't taken that opportunity. Right. So Ben Delacreme is out as goth kitty, and she slays it. It was she, phenomenal. She knows how to make a fierce character. Yeah, Wednesday Adams kitty. I was living for it. She looked great. It was something that she's never done before. It was really fresh. I could see their group as a whole looked more like the Spice Girls. Absolutely. I remember the promo for the episode, and of course, obviously, the first thing you see is BB, and like Spice mm-hmm. Girls. Yeah, um, obviously, an homage to Scary Spice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this they were cohesive, and we'll 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 get onto that in a second. But Shangela I love Goth Spice. Yeah, Shangela comes out with Sparkle Kitty, comes out with glitter, because why not? She was wearing a bathing suit. That was a little frustrating for me. Yeah, well, that's why I asked about the design challenge because we know she can't design, and so so like I'm sure she just pulled that from the bottom of her suitcase. Yeah. Yeah, if, that, if you're Sparkle Kitty, I want like a disco ball. I want sequins, what, rhinestones. Last, you want a last week's costume? <laughs> yes. I want her to steal Ben's ruby costume. Yeah. BB as Jungle Kitty. Oh, boy. Okay. Takitsuji Tata. Yeah, I'm pussy, bitch. The challenge was to write lyrics, right? Mm-hmm. Those were not lyrics. Were putting, your opinion. Put, put, putting letters together... In a lyric ch- writing challenge is a giant cop out. Um, if you want to say that was she was safe, absolutely. Well, it's just, yeah, we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah, because um, the riggery comes right in, and the top five all stars win the challenge. I didn't Duh. think she was very good. No, BB, no. it was it was a little frustrating. But I don't want to say that like. You can't make that work. I just feel like she didn't make it work. Right, because I think, and we'll get to the critique right now, Trixie's critique, Emma loved it because it was Baby Spice's wardrobe. There was a debate whether it was nerdy enough hair, um, but it's part of the, the character, and that's what counts, Michelle Visage. And Adam says, just learn how to collaborate, and girl, I got you if you want to collaborate, if you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> you mean but Adam, I, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, or Trixie, I guess. Um, I, I think Trixie did phenomenal. I think Trixie did very well. And it was just a result of like having to have a bottom three like because of the top two of the five. Sure. That well, she was like sandwiched there. Um, and I don't know, like what would, have, what would a nerdy wig have looked like for Trixie? Pigtails? That's what I do for my nerd look. But like, I don't I, think I I've that's... seen Trixie ever wear pigtails. She's always just like big blonde. Well, that's maybe what Michelle was responding to. Like, give us something different. But Ben had worn pigtails, and they probably would have said she looked too similar to... Sure. Because Ben looked a little... She could have easily gone... If she had had glasses and, like, maybe high socks, she could have been Nerdy Spice, too. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Kennedy was next, and Carson thinks her hair is Newark Realtor. <laughs> it's um, true. I've never seen a Newark Realtor, and I don't think they have purple hair, but cool, go with it. I mean, stylish, it was flat. It was totally it, flat. It needed to be big and huge and yas. Um, but I mean, Posh Spice has worn hair like that before, but but is Posh but she's Spice not diva? fucking Posh Spice, right? Emma missed the diva in the performance, and I kind of agree. And then we get to Bendel Creme. Michelle loves the entire look 
um, throws out the 1920s face that she's got going on. Mm-hmm. I love um, that she recycled her Julie Andrews Yes, Recycle top. Kitty. Yes, Recycle Kitty. She's coming for my gig. She has, she has. But you're garbage. She's recycling. Well, I'm a, I, so you're, you're like the reuse. One. You're the bad one. She's the good one. Reduce, reuse, recycle. Captain Planet Spice Kitty. Yeah. Shangela, um, she just sparkles, but it's boring. And but Michelle likes the Wumana of Shangela's padding. Mm-hmm. Great, cool. Thanks for the critique, lady. <laughs> BB, Scary Spice was clearly an influence. And now let's dis- let's discuss Taki Titi Tata. According to BB. It is just speaking in a language you're feeling in the moment. It's just an emotion. Code four. I didn't I know, know what to write, so I put letters together to form one of the most memorable quotes in Drag Race history. It will definitely be something that you could easily parody in the future, though. Like, Absolutely. Ricky Ticky Taffy. I, it's it's going to happen all the time. I think we're all, as a gay community, going to be using it all the time. When we don't know what to say, we're just going to go clack, clack, Ricky Ticky Tata. It's, it's a thing. It's, it's going to be a yeah. thing. If BB so, were smart, she'd get it on a t-shirt ASAP. She, she got, she, it has to happen. Um, so from that standpoint, girl, you won the challenge. But from an actual challenge standpoint. But from what they expected of you. Trixie and Ben were by far the best. Of the two, yes. Of of the five. Or, I mean, or, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they should have been the top two. Yeah. Why was BB in the top? Let's discuss the mole theory again. Well, I mean, if you're leaning into the mole theory, if she had been in the bottom two, there would have been a potential. Or if she had been in the bottom three, you think there would have been potential her? that she could have been eliminated. Do you think it was either Kennedy or BB? Do you think producers may have gotten a whisper that Trixie or Ben would have eliminated um, BB? Maybe not a whisper, but I don't think they would have wanted to take the chance. Yeah, it was not cute. It was very uncomfortable. I was really upset. I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. We'll see at the end of the season if she is a mole or not. Yeah. At this moment, I'm kind of thinking, like, she has to be the mole. Otherwise, like, it's just really questionable, the judging. Yeah, very If she's much not so. a mole, I'm going to be like, w- there was some really weird decision-making processes going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. So we're moving into the deliberation. We're not even going to talk about the stupid little bit that Rue decides to have with the judges. What the t- um, so Morgan... I, uh, do li- I do appreciate a Mommy Dearest reference. I always will. But, well, well, we can talk about that in a second. We don't have Morgan to. Morgan stirs the fucking pot and asks the bottom three, the, the bottom three of the final five, how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. It just sucks ass, Kennedy says. <laughs> I mean, duh. Why are you going to ask them? You know the answer. Like, the, you're... Morgan was trying for the TV moment. She got her TV moment. Yeah. Who's going to say, like, oh, I feel great. Right. This is wonderful. Ben and Trixie try to figure out how to decide. Although I do like how Trixie was, like, calm. She was. She was very calm. And uh, Dela has no idea what to do. And Ben does say she can't send her home. Dela was a little catatonic. Mm -hmm. It was just just like a deer in the headlights. Just remember the quote, Ben can't send her home. Next up, Kennedy does not want to go home, and BB seems on board as long as there's a fire there. Mm-hmm. Then Shangela plays at Ben's heart in order to stay, and Ben can't send her home. Kennedy thinks Ben deserves to stay. Ben can't send her home. You are surviving now, this now, right now. Now that's there's there's three people she can't send home. Whoever you gonna send home, bitch. Ugh. When the Eliminated Queens get to pitch, they are all basically saying the same thing. Though Aja said she would jump off a building if it means coming back. Oh, wait. But sorry, sorry, sorry. Chi-Chi. 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 Her pitch is don't bring me back. I I, I love it. Like, she doesn't want to be the Roxy Andrews of All-Stars 3. Come on, self-awareness fish. Yeah. 
But did you see Roxy's um, Twitter response? No. She basically was like, at least I didn't get eliminated by the girls. Uh, she got eliminated by her mom. Mm-hmm. Oh. 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 oh, boy. Um, I went there. Roxy that's Roxy Andrews, and you're here to make it clear. That's the villain edit that I'm about to get. Yep, yep. She went there. <laughs> The lip sync. So Dayla looks ravishing in her robe and leotard. The beat is extra. She puts a little more on. I do love this season how the girls have been like changing for the lip yeah. sync. And BB looks like BB. It's great. It's mm-hmm. fine. I wonder if that's going to carry over to like the bottom two for season 10 and season 11. I don't know. We'll see. I don't think. I think it's a little different. Because season 9 really didn't do it. But they didn't, hadn't seen um, All-Stars. Yeah. Because it, yeah, it didn't start until All-Stars 2 that yeah. people would change. So, the song that they are lip-syncing to is Nobody's Supposed to Be Here. How This ironic. is a standard in drag culture. Everyone has done it. I haven't. There is, but you haven't? <laughs> no. There is but like I'm familiar a general consensus that when you do that song, you don't stand still. <laughs> they were standing still. I would I would stand still as Why? well because I can't really dance very well. Sure you can, well. but you can flail. You I can would like, jump and flail. I would and oscillate move. wildly and gyrate. Like this is a moment to be campy if you're going to be campy. Um, and here here we go. BB is probably going to win this lip sync because standing still is her zhuzh. It's her game. They love it's her Diana Ross. But then she takes her wig off. Girl, keep it on. You are you ain't no Sasha Valor. Well, there's a oh, I love that quote from Aja. I don't see no flowers. I don't see no glitter. Girl, you ain't. it was something like that. What a dumb move. Well, the was thing this is, set up so she didn't get get picked to win. You can either believe that the producers pulled her aside and were like, "Ben's got to win. You're the mole," or you can remember that BB took her wig off in season one and it was praised because that was an emotional thing to do at that point in time what was under the wig this time or that time that time i don't remember this time was wig cap Mm -hmm. you're gonna do a snatch wig cap off too bitch well last time it was on gina right underneath (laughs) baby's wig that's totally what it is just standing there um but like i could see her thinking like oh they're gonna love this this will this will make them live and she maybe just isn't currently aware that like it's an instant death it was bad. It was not good. And, I mean, Sasha's ruined the game for all queens now. Mm-hmm. Um, but good on you for changing it up. <laughs> so, Rue picks Dayla as the winner. BB is safe. And Dayla decides to pick Morgan as the queen to return. And Trixie's open mouth says it all. That's what I wanted to talk about with the editing, is the editing process can make it look like girls are reacting to things they're not necessarily reacting to. Mm-hmm. That Trixie could have been reacting to BB taking her wig off. She could have been reacting to RuPaul saying, we're going to course, polish these statues. Course. You and I know with Survivor in the real world that like when Ben said she was going to remove herself, Thorgy had a large reaction. That's yeah. not necessarily the, the timing. The editors just wanted you to think that Trixie was reacting at that moment. Trixie could have been biting her nails, turned around. She could have been, she could have fallen off the stage for all we know, although they would have put that on. Of course. So... You have to kind of remember as a viewer, as a fan, that what's being shown to you isn't necessarily 100% of the truth. It's true. So the girls in the bottom run, walk to the front of the stage. Who, do you, who would you have... Who do you think... Do you think Ben made a good decision? N- of... Of bringing Morgan back? No. Who would you have brought back? Aja. Based on that performance and 
let's go track record. Aja's the one to come back. If Ben, knowing that Ben wanted to eliminate herself, I understand it. If Ben had really been invested in winning, Aja would have been a questionable choice because Aja would have potentially been winning. But we can also say that Dela would have been able to say, well, you know, Trixie wanted to get rid of you this week. Mm-hmm. So then Aja could have been like, oh, well, I'm getting rid of Trixie this time. Sure. So know, there's like a little alliance. bit of strategy to play. Yeah, an alliance. But f- even if Ben was wanted to win, bringing Morgan back is an okay thing because Morgan's not a threat to her. No. So who's going to get the chop? Will it be Kennedy or Shangela or Trixie? No. She makes the easiest choice. She's going home. Did she make an easy choice? To her, it was an easy choice. To her, it was an easy choice. And I appreciate it. The, oh, the gag. Do you think RuPaul knew? I don't know. I mean, this is easily the most iconic moment in the show's history. Did At she, the moment. Right. Did she re- disrespect the competition by doing this? Is she really going home as a winner? And is Ru pissed? She's not going home with $100,000. She's going home with, what, like 25000 25000 plus probably a stipend. And mm-hmm. and how many more bookings is she going to get now? Because she's still Miss Congeniality. Well, I mean, here, here that's the question. I mean, well, let's go to the burning question that I have for you is, what is Ben LaCreme's legacy now? What is the fan community going to say? She cracked RuPaul. She left on her own terms. She did not let anyone manipulate her. She is still perceived as very, very nice. She might not have won. She might not have the title. But I cannot think of... Maybe Tammy Brown is the only other girl who's made RuPaul lose her cool like that. Yeah. But did, did she disrespect the competition? Did, did Adore? Did Willem? Willem did by breaking the rules. Adore and continues to right. to this day. Of course. Adore stepped out before the competition of that day. Dela went through the motions and disrespected how the game was played. I don't necessarily know about if I would use the word disrespect. I think she reinvented. I'm appreciative that I, I don't think we're going to see the lip sync for your legacy our, again. Right. In, in our love of Survivor, it's basically voting yourself out, which you can't do. It's part of the rules. You can't do that. Well, but it's part of the rules. Right. And I don't think it's part of the rules. I don't think she signed anything saying that she couldn't remove herself. Okay. Someone find me the rule book of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 3. I want to read it. Yeah. Anybody that was on season 10, uh, you had to sign a waiver. It was like a fucking 36-page waiver um, that you had to read and sign. It was crazy. Um, And then, oh, well, you can't because it expired. You got, like, an email PDF that, like, you could access, but then, like, once, it, like, it passed a certain date. Um, I probably shouldn't say that. Um, <laughs> the, wow's coming for me. I don't think she disrespected the game. Maybe, like, after this season, I'll think about it differently. I definitely think she disrespected the title. Because mm-hmm. there's going to, I, in my mind, there's always going to be an asterisk of, uh, sh- hypothetically, Shangela won, and then, like, next to it, Ben de la Creme quit. Do you think Shangela is the contender to win at this point? I don't know. I think it's either Trixie or Shangela. Yeah, me too. I don't. I don't think Morgan's gonna go home next week. But there's spoilers. There's like a top four already. Um, I don't know what. I haven't read those yet. Well, it, it's got to be Morgan or, or it's got to be Trixie or Shangela. The thing is, these girls have both been brought back before. Mm-hmm. Like, and not just for all stars. 
Kennedy's the only one that's been brought back twice. This is Trixie's third time, and Shangela's fourth, so are they deserving of the title? Who knows, who knows? It's it's Rob on... It's Boston Rob. Yeah. Like, you can only be handed this so many times before you have to win it. Yeah. Well, in the world of memes, we also got another one. Thank you, Aja. Bendela Christ, savior of Morgan and the drag queens. Bendela Christ on a cross. Um, she's now... What is that, like, famous, like, Mary on the... I, I'm not a very religious person. I wasn't raised religiously, so it, it, I don't want to FN anybody. I'm just going to back yeah, away yeah. slowly from this one. Um, so, got some burning questions, and we kind of answered two of them about Dela's legacy and who's a contender to win. But here is the most burning question I have, and I am very excited for the Nancy Drews to get the answer for me. Where did she get the whiteout? What's funny, she's already on record saying where she got it. And what's funny is I've performed with Ragamuffin and Thorgy Thor enough. I like Thorgy Thor uses whiteout to paint her nails Does sometimes. She? Yeah. And she, and Ben's already confirmed it that, uh, I think the second challenge, um, I don't remember what it was. Thorgy painted her nails with whiteout. So Dela was like, Oh, can I, Hey Thorgy, can I have that whiteout? Do you still have it? I don't know why Thorgy brought it back. I'm assuming all the drag they left with, thinking they would be coming back into the competition, they would bring it all back. Perhaps. Or they just had, like, pieces. Or they're like, okay, let's go to the hotel room. Like, go get what you want. Yeah, and if Thorgy didn't have the white out, it's a good it's a good cover. Because, I mean, they do, when they do show um, her writing it down, you do see BB in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my other question, is, like, in the world of the mole... BB is watching this happen and being like, okay, Dela's like standing there and she's clearly like writing something. What's going on? Um, shady. What do you think if, if hypothetically BB is the mole, what do you think her role is? I think her role is going to be to, I mean, I hate this word, but tattle and to be like, this is what you missed mama. But I'm sorry, mother. But like RuPaul didn't miss anything. They're they're being filmed. No, no. Uh, well, RuPaul I, I can don't, see all no, of that. But that's the thing. I know Ru is a producer, but she may not know all of that because she, I don't know how what her process is as a judge. She mm-hmm. may want to be blind to the behind the scenes and just judge yeah. from a. Or maybe um, BB hears about things back at the hotel. It's just a weird because concept. like we, I mean, obviously there are secret scenes where we do see that Rue does walkthroughs. I'm sure she did a walkthrough this episode, but I, maybe it's about attitude and everything, and that'll be part of the decision making. Or, or we're all fucking wrong. We read into that mole theory because that one jackass posted that thing, and everyone drank the Kool Aid, and she's not a mole. And I haven't read um Handmaid's Tale. Is there a mole? Um, there's like. Someone that like tattles on the other girls. Um, It's just such a weird concept. And I also read a theory that the other girls are coming back to vote for the winner. I've heard about a jury, and um, we 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 that it's not necessarily a spoiler because it is listed as an episode title. uh, Jury of your peers, I believe, is the title, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, So it's out there. Who knows what it actually means? Maybe it's a who should go home from the final three or final four or whatever. Yeah. Um, maybe they're doing a fire making challenge to determine oh, who Jesus. goes home. They're oh, pulling I'm rocks. So, Michael so and I are huge fans of Survivor. And if anything, that drag race is 
not necessarily even imitating, but like emulating in a way the survivor style of eliminating your peers and then having a jury of them brought back to eliminate you. That's a testament to how strong Survivor is as yeah. a reality show. And it's really interesting for me as a fan of Survivor, and I have a couple crossover friends who watch both Survivor and Drag Race, um, and they're they're fine with what's happening. But there are a lot of Drag Race loyalists who don't like this kind of format whatsoever because it taints what we see normally. Mm-hmm. It's not my favorite. But I mean, like the I said, the girls is, are on record saying that they're not performing to the best of their ability because they don't want to be perceived as the bitch sending mm-hmm. the fan favorite home. But again, the reality is, All Stars is a spinoff show. Mm-hmm. It's not part of the canon of Drag Race. And it was proven in All Stars One when they had teams. Mm-hmm. The challenge, the the format is different for the All Stars, and I think that's one thing we kind of forget sometimes. There is only ten seasons of RuPaul's Drag Race. There are three spinoff seasons of All Stars. I wish that they had gone a longer period of time between All Stars Two and Three, just so that there would have been a more pool to pick from. I think. I think if we went another year, some of the queens on this version would not be there. And that's fine, because I wasn't really head over heels in love with the cast. I'll tell you right now, if if we had an extra year, we would not have Aja. That's... I don't know about that. No, because you would have had the other four first. What do you mean? You would have had... Val- Valentina would have done it. Trinity Valentina was it. supposed to do this season. Right, and, well, she- and she passed because she wanted another year. It would have been Valentina, Trinity, Shay, Peppermint before... Um, Aja got the call, and that was. Mm, the, I don't know. That was the um, the order that. People the thing is, I feel like Morgan needed a redemption because she had been so far removed from the fans' memory that she needed to come back and be relevant again. I feel like Aja came back too quickly, although she's had her redemption and people love her now. In a couple of years, she won't have the opportunity to no, be this, relevant this was again. The only chance she would have ever had to do. It. I don't know about that. We don't know like pool. what she will she will continue to do um, beyond this. We'll see, but but I will say Ben leaving has has kind of removed the wind from my sails. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like I don't care who wins. I'm ready for season ten. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate for the remaining girls in a way because we've kind of moved on. But it's also VH1 and um, Wow's fault for being like we're just gonna throw you season ten right after this. True. I think if we didn't know season ten was coming, we'd still be okay. But we have the light at the end of the tunnel. The light at the end of the tunnel. Um, And I hope that because you said like All Stars 1 was a team thing and then 2 and 3 were lip sync for your legacy, they will constantly reinvent the wheel. I sure hope so. I could just go a few seasons without another All Stars. Well, I think you'll be seven. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the rumors. Another another filming schedule like last year. What, like every other season will be All Stars? Yeah. Wow. That's obviously. That's like when you got a product that works, you want to run into. Yeah, the but you don't want to. Yeah, you. I mean, like you don't want to run it into the ground, you know. But if you're VH1, you do. You're marketing and you're profiting, but that's not a sustainable business model. Like, wouldn't you rather have people wanting more than like getting tired of? Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see what's gonna happen. I mean, season ten is right around the corner. And I think there will be a lot of fans who are not going to be burnt out and just crave more. Yeah. So two a year may be our new thing. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm going to watch regardless. I love yeah. Drag Race. Well, is there any other things you want to talk about? Um, 
I mean, do you want to talk about season 10? or? I mean, yeah, let's, let's, I mean, from this point forward, you know what? Every guest who comes on, let's talk about season 10. Who, who are you yeah. looking forward to? I'm really looking forward to Monet Exchange. I think she's hilarious. I think she's so funny. I think the sleeper hit is going to be Yuha. Oh, God. She is very understated. She's also very funny. Did you see her uh, tweet the other day? Mm-mm. I'm not on Twitter. Coma. About the... The coma? No. Well, so the gag was, like, when, before, when she came back, that she said that she was yes. in China in a coma. Um, that the joke uh, was the that... Blair Saint Clair did it. Was it was Blair Saint Clair because the TMZ story. She's very funny. The, the best part was that nobody knew she was gone. And, like, I think she's going to be a sleeper hit. We shall um, see. Blair Saint Clair could do well. Asia O'Hara, I think, is going to do very I'm well. I'm very, very excited for uh, Miss Cracker. Miss Cracker is going to do really well. And her doppelganger, Aquaria. Who is not going to do very well. <laughs> I think Aquaria has the huge potential to be the villain. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But we will be doing a full-on uh, review recap of everything there is to know about season 10. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure when we'll do it, but it'll be a podcast and you'll hear it and it'll be great. Yes. I guess this is the time to pimp my Instagram. Yeah. Tell us where we can find you. I am at the only trash queen. T-H-E-O-N-L-Y-T-R-A-S-H queen. At the only trash queen on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook at Avant Garbage, but it's like Avant TG Garbage, just like because of Facebook and their violent tendencies toward drag queens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I've had a blast. Thank you so much for Thanks having me. Thanks for doing me. this. This is amazing. Thanks once again to Avant for joining me. Make sure you tap that subscribe button and leave us five-star review. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterinthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk.